surprises. Wrestling fans love surprises. Surprise me, they say. Well, WWE is going to try and do that with the biggest party of the summer in Viva Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium with SummerSlam. WWE executives promising big surprises for this huge show, which is already being uh, hyped like it's going to be another WrestleMania. Plus, all elite wrestling is making the biggest step going into the biggest media market in the world, New York City, in a very unique venue. It's today's Sports Key to Wrestling top story of the day. Hit that like button. Oh. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What is up, everybody? I'm Kev Kellum. That is Jose underscore G underscore official. Uh, I am uh, really amped about some news today. We got some pretty big news today. There's not a slow one today. If you're with us live for the first time or watching on demand, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and subscribe. We do the top story of the day every weekday right around 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern. A lot of breaking news. Sometimes we'll even go a little bit earlier if the news is starting to stack up, you know, if we're starting to get mm -hmm. some big stories. Uh, we have a lot of big things to talk about. Some big AEW news today, uh, building on kind of the financial information we found from that Forbes article earlier this week. Uh, we have some huge WWE news. Uh, I know we have an episode that will go deeper into uh, the big shakeup at NXT that we already had with the return of Samoa Joe. We'll have the debrief later on tonight. So a lot coming up in our channels for you guys to enjoy. And if you enjoy it on YouTube, you can get it in your ears, too. If you want the convenience of not having the video stuff open, you can get the audio now available on Spotify. Go ahead and get that. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, so let's get right into our top story of the day. Stephanie McMahon making the media rounds here. Uh, she is saying that there are some major surprises in store for SummerSlam August 21st in Las Vegas. Uh, the, the tickets are going on sale for this. They're gonna, really going to try and move this and make this a huge event. Yeah, man, you're absolutely right. Stephanie McMahon today had an interview with Yahoo Finance, and uh, the question came up if Stephanie McMahon was going to be returning to the ring. Now, she was very apprehensive about it, saying that she still had <clears throat> a little bit of PTSD from her uh, confrontation with Ronda Rousey, but she did say one comment while answering that question, and she did say that they are guaranteeing some surprises for SummerSlam. Mm. They did not say what kind of surprises, but this is coming off the heels of now that we have a venue, we know that we're going to have fans back, and the big speculation of John Cena versus roman reigns as the main event so that could be one of our surprises but last year we had a big surprise with roman coming back turning heel taking out everybody what are we gonna see this year kevin uh i'm of the thought that i i do, I do think this is gonna be a big thing and uh, we already have some people you know going off jewish lemming saying don't listen to stephanie's bs don't listen to the bs don't listen to it um here's the thing she wouldn't say it if it wasn't going to be true. She's in a position where she cannot like get away with, uh, at least in the eyes of fans, I think in her position, her standing, get away with the idea of saying, oh, yeah, actually, our surprise is like this. We did like a contest or something like that. You know, that isn't the case. Like if there are WrestleMania level surprises, if there is the hype behind the show that they say is behind the show, it's going to be there. You know, you know, like they're they're gonna deliver on it. Now it's simply, I think the fun part is what are they what are they actually gonna do? Is this gonna be returns? Is it gonna be the names you're talking about here? We have a column texting here saying Becky Lynch coming back. Surprises, everyone always jumps to the idea of returns. Uh, <laughs> you know, like it like we're conditioned by that with WWE and the rigmarole of just 
WWE week to week, right? Surprise can mean anything, though. Could it could be literally anything? It is a wide open thing, but surprises always make people jump to the idea of a surprise return. You know, uh, we got one that was anticipated this week uh, with Samoa Joe on NXT. Um, you know, Tommy B saying she wants Ronda. What can uh, be a big surprise in SummerSlam? CM Punk, The Rock, Hogan, Lisi. Immediately, it gets to returns. Who are the big names that are going to return for this? Um, I'm of the thought where there could be uh, a lot of different surprises with this in the sense of matches that are put on the card out of nowhere. Uh, you know, and that also lends itself to a surprise. That could, That's a surprise. Uh, uh, and I think WWE is fond of the idea of doing something like that. I've always thought at one point when they had The Rock show up at WrestleMania and he did that short match with Eric Rowan and it was whatever, that you knew he was going to be there, but we just didn't know what he was going to do, right? Um, here's the situation. You know what I mean? Here's a situation where you can bring in a big name guy like that. And it isn't just I'm going to return and come back. No, tonight I'm having a match in an hour. Uh, in, in an hour, not right away. Like I'm just throwing it out there. And the reason I would say that is because you get an hour then of people saying, dude, are you watching Peacock right now? I know you're watching SummerSlam, but uh, The Rock's going to wrestle in 30 minutes. Or, or they just got AJ Lee, and she's going to be in a title match in 30 minutes. Like, yeah. I, I think this is a calculated move by WWE. And if you get mad at them being calculated, well, then you've been watching them your entire life do calculated things. Uh, this is an extra calculated thing because of the circumstance of it. Stephen Chambers saying speculation of Cena at SummerSlam Rock and Survivor Series. Yes, following up on news, we did cover that on Friday. Uh, and it does look like The Rock is going to be back in the WWE business. Is he going to be a little bit back in it sooner than we think? And uh, all signs point to John Cena having some presence on WWE television with some type of uh, bill point to SummerSlam as well. Uh, obviously, a lot of people think that's him versus Roman Reigns. Uh, but we're, we're just waiting for the pieces to fall together here. Uh, what do you think we're getting? Uh, you know what? I don't know. But what I could tell you right now, Kevin, is that just like you said, WWE is fond of doing kind of things last minute or putting just matches together. And even though it may not be the surprise that you wanted it regard, it still is a surprise because yeah. it was unexpected. So I'm going to I'm going to say we we have to kind of look at this very closely. And as we get closer to SummerSlam, we're going to kind of have an idea of what we're going to get. And maybe even not, you know, when the, when the pay-per-view rolls around, there might be something that happens at the pay-per-view that is a surprise, but we didn't necessarily agree with it or liked it. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm out of the sense where I think, you know, you already have people saying CM Punk and stuff like that, too. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Well, who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, uh, other people saying WWE not disappointing on a main pay-per-view card again would be a surprise. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, I don't think the pay-per-views for them have been all that bad for like the last nine or 10 months. Really? I think they've been better than some of the television. Uh, and, and that, I think that's an inverse of just uh, the rigmarole of week to week television. And then you get payoffs and you get to see big matches and matches that go longer. They're, you know, held by time and commercials and stuff like that. Uh, and I think the more television we watch, the more we're like oh, commercials and stop, just let it be, you know, like do the cool show. Uh, and I think the pay-per-views come on. Like, uh, I don't think I, I didn't backlash was a fun show. People yell about zombies. Right. But uh, you saw Cesaro. I was just about to, I was just about to bring yeah. that up, but I didn't want to trigger you. No, you know, because, because the internet, well, the internet here's the thing. I'm, not, I'm not telling wrestling fans that they have a short attention span. I'm telling them that they choose to have a short attention span because they want to fit a certain narrative. I'll, I will pop that, that bubble all the time. 
All right. It's a three ring circus. You don't go to the circus for one thing. You go to the circus for multiple things. You go to WWE for multiple things. So that's it. You know, and that's why that's also why people get so hurt. They get so they get so butthurt when my faves. They, what did they do with my faves? I, I watched for my faves. You didn't do anything with my faves. Uh, that's the same idea. Yeah. Uh, DeWald saying Brock Lesnar acknowledges Roman Reigns. Is this a, is that's this a, a surprise? For, uh, we've heard about Brock Lesnar for some time. The, the talk of Brock Lesnar coming back to WWE has cooled down a bit, though. Yeah, no, it, it really has. Uh, but just imagine. Brock Lesnar acknowledging Roman Reigns. Heyman has two clients, the special counsel to the tribal chief and the advocate for the beast incarnate on two different brands. I think, I think this is great. If that could happen. Um, Todd texting, you're seeing Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, long anticipated, long talked about match, at least amongst fans. And Lashley himself has put it out there in some interviews, though it has never been acknowledged directly on WWE television. Some people have started to bring up Brock Lesnar's name on WWE television. So that's definitely something to pay attention to. Lashley will be on sports Kita this week. We have an interview with Bobby Lashley ahead of this Sunday's hell in a cell. He will defend the title against drew McIntyre, drew McIntyre's last chance at Lashley as champion here inside Hell in a Cell. Uh, an in-depth interview. Uh, I'm excited about what Rick Uccino got from this. I have not been able to watch it, but we just taped it today. That'll be dropping very, very soon. Also, Inside Cradle tomorrow on Sports Keto Wrestling, on our YouTube, on our Facebook, and on our audio channel. We will have Andrew Zarian of the Batman Podcast, Wrestling Observer. He'll be on the show. So, huge week. Bobby Lashley, the reigning WWE champion, going to be on Sports Keto Wrestling. Uh, we got some alarming answers from him. That's awesome that you got Andrew Zarian on the podcast. I, I was told by Rick we got some very, very challenging stuff from Bobby Lashley here. So if you were expecting a tame promo, promo, promo uh, interview, we're getting a little bit more than that, and you're going to want to see this. I've been able awesome. to watch it, but I was told alarming was the word that was used. So uh, let's hear the alarm when that comes out. So make sure your notifications are on about that. Uh, more people talking about these potential surprises at SummerSlam. I'm going to get more of your accounts. Um, other people wanting to say uh, about money in the bank. How does money in the bank play in this? Yeah, that's another thing is we have money in the bank to get to. Uh, we, we, have, uh, we have other shows to get to. A lot of people looking past uh, Hell in a Cell this Sunday, are they? Oh, yeah. I mean, people didn't expect Hell in a Cell to be in June. It's True. normally yeah. an October uh, deal. And even on like on WWE's The Bump, they were like so confused about talking about Hell in the Cell because they're so used to having it in October mm-hmm. as opposed to having it in June. So I think it's not only just in the internet wrestling community. I also think it's in even within WWE. They've conditioned us for the past years to know that we get it in the fall and stuff like that. I can understand. Exactly. It. Steven Chambers with his hard and long. Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate it. That was I, that was a uh, weird words to use there. I'm sorry about that. Did not mean any innuendo. Uh, Steven uh, has been dedicated to sports key to wrestling for a long time. Thank you, Steven. He goes, think we may see SummerSlam two night pay-per-view. No, I think they're sticking to the one night uh, concept this year. Uh, because of the circumstances that they're in, uh, Allegiant Stadium wanted them on that Saturday night. They wanted it to run. The Manny Pacquiao fight is going to go on. It's also worth noting that this year's SummerSlam is going to start uh, maybe an hour or two earlier than it would uh, on West Coast time to be able to uh, have the show end and have anyone who's at there go to the the main card, the main card for uh, Manny Pacquiao and his pay-per-view fight that same night. 
So uh, certainly it'll be an interesting thing. Keep an eye on that, especially uh, as you get closer to the event. So fight fans are going to have a full weekend if they end up going to SummerSlam and the Manny Pacquiao fight on the same night. Man, I want to talk to that person. <laughs> For sure. Um, a lot of people with different predictions. They think there'll be turns. Like uh, Nick is saying Paul Heyman will turn on Roman Reigns when Brock Lesnar returns. A uh, lot to be seen here. Let's get into all elite wrestling. They have some big news. They've announced a handful of more dates. This falls after the big Forbes expose, which uh, kind of revealed a lot of financial numbers that were sort of known, but gave more clarity on it. Kind of talked about how the company is, what, what their TV contract is worth, what their debt level is, how they are not operating at a profitable level right now, but it's a long-term investment. Uh, the cons have a lot of money, guys. Don't worry. AEW is not going anywhere. As they just announced, they're going to New York City. They're going to the biggest media market in the world, and they're playing a very unique venue, a very, very unique venue. Not, uh, you know, uh, very. people thought, oh, you know, they're smaller. They're going to go to a B-level venue, and there are a lot of them in New York City that you could go to that aren't a Barclays, that aren't a Madison Square Garden that they could get into with that WWE clearance, right? Uh, they're going to play a tennis stadium. It's very interesting here. Yeah, it is very interesting. Uh, uh, CEO and AEW president Tony Khan, he appeared on WFAN 660 this morning to announce uh, that they will be debuting in NYC come September 22nd for a live show of AEW Dynamite. The specific location will be held at the USTA Arthur Ashe Stadium. It's a tennis stadium in Queens um, with a seating capacity of 24,000 tickets will be available Friday, 20, July 24,000 tickets. And that's a that's dynamite. Is that's that a dynamite? 37. That's a dynamite. 24,000 tickets. Wow. That's a challenge. You know, that, that, and also I think that's a, that's a shot. That's like, you're going into New York city. WWE's backyard, right? You're going into their region, their sentimental, spiritual home and base of that brand for more than 70 years now. And you're saying, we're coming in and we're going to sell a lot of tickets and we're, we're going to do it in a way that you've never done it before. A very mm -hmm. challenging move. I know AEW fans love to pound their chest and say, bring it on and be the alpha male thing. You're getting it now. You know, you, you got you got to you got to know that you're getting that now. Uh, but you also have the challenge. That's an open air stadium in September in, in, in a major city. Uh, weather could be an issue, but Hey, you know, you have that with WrestleMania. I you think, can have that. You can have that Las Vegas this year too. I, I think it'll sell out actually, to be honest with you, just you because think they can move, you think they can move 24,000 tickets. I really think they can. And, and the reason is because New York city is about to open up fully or is already open up fully. Mm -hmm. And people really want to get back to these events. We've been seeing them in the Midwest. We've been seeing them in Texas. We've been seeing them here in Florida. Add New York City to that as well. People, there's tons of guys who are hardcore AEW fans in New York City, close friends of mine, a big Jersey. group of people that I know in New York, Jersey, Connecticut, all those people. Yeah, huge AEW fans. Yeah, people will they will go yeah. to New York City to go see AEW. So mm -hmm. I have no, uh, no doubt that AEW will sell that out. Um, I'm being told by Jason uh, texting and saying, "Lol, Kev, the only alpha male <laughs> is Jose G. Did you see his workout? What What is this about? Is I don't this? know, but I'm gonna." I I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. I, I like the fact that Jason called me the alpha male, oh, and I'm okay God. with that. All right. Thank you. Where's, where's, 
<laughs> and I'm chopped liver. I'm chopped liver with no testosterone. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Listen, Jason Michael is the one who said that, not me, dude. Uh, other people talking about that financial news we kind of covered yesterday. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's in our video from yesterday, uh, in our episode from yesterday. Uh, and we talked about the financial information of the company coming out. They're operating in the red. They're not operating in the black, which was clarified. They are in a, a level of what they described as debt, operational. So most people I've talked to that are financial experts, that's operational debt at the scale that they're at. Um, and it's been said that the wrestling operations are in the green. All right. So, so they're in the middle in there. Um, and is this going to keep them from adding more stars? Uh, no, but it's worth noting that they kept paying people uh, during the pandemic. They didn't release anybody. Uh, they also paid a lot of independent wrestlers to come in and work dark. There's a lot of people that wrestle for AEW too that you have to recognize too that are continual that are on tiered dates, uh, tiered date deals. They're not into locked in deals. They may have a contract, but they're locked in for dates, and they can't. Basically, they don't get the same type of. Uh, like flow that other people would for example uh chris statlander is going to wrestle for aaw uh the, the promotion i'm with she's allowed to do that and she's one of the top female talents for aew there are some people that get to do that some that do not depending on mm -hmm. who they are and what their level of standing is in the company uh so it'll be interesting to see how this uh plays out uh i think it also revealed that they have a major investment in gaming uh which i think is a smart smart thing it's another sign of them understanding the presence of a, a medium that maybe WWE, I wouldn't say WWE's taken for granted, but WWE's had some recent setbacks. The rest, the last video game that came out uh, before uh, Battlegrounds was was oh, not a God. super successful game. Uh, WWE's mm -hmm. reeling to have a, a, a strong reboot of the 2K brand. So, you know, AEW feels like they have a margin to go in there. They're going in there with mobile gaming. I have not heard much about the mobile games they have. I haven't been I drawn actually to have. getting those mobile I games. I'm I'm not a big mobile gamer, but Rico is. Rico plays mm -hmm. all sorts of mobile games, and he is addicted to that double or nothing or casino. casino? Yeah, the casino. The, yeah, he said he likes it, and 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 uh, it kind of pretty much preps you, like if you want to go into the real world and play some blackjack for real, because there's like tutorials on there. So there's some people that actually do enjoy it. Um, but I do have a question for you, Kevin. Sure. This is completely off topic. It right. has nothing to do with AEW. We're 18 nothing minutes to do in. with some fun. Nothing to do with Stephanie McMahon or SummerSlam. But this is the big question. Where in the world is this gender Mahal? Mahal? All right. We'll take some questions here. If you guys have any other ones, you can fire these off. Todd Laney saying, where is gender Mahal lady? They, uh, they reposition gender again. And this happens in WWE. If people go away for injuries, he, he went away. He came back last year from the knee injury and then immediately re-injured it. I was just like, oh, poor guy. You know, mm -hmm. he's had so many up and ups and downs in his career. Uh, recently featured in, in our top five WWE comebacks uh recently and that video is up as well and uh, i i was i was marveling at how much this guy has weathered the storm of wwe comes back he has uh shanky cranky with him you know uh he has uh into sure one half of into sure with him he's gonna have this big brutish indian wrecking crew on monday night raw and that was it, a month is ago it the Indus? is it the Indus or the sure because you can't I, put I, them believe, I believe I believe it's Indus. I believe he had the yes, is it Indus. I believe okay. he did. Um, and so uh, I'm of the thought that this guy's lost in the shuffle again. And it's not his injury. He hasn't been on television in nearly a month now. Uh, I don't know where he is. Hell in the cell. 
maybe we'll see him after Hell in the Cell because right now they're worried. They're building up what they got for Sunday. After Sunday blows over, maybe we'll see him back on TV. I've heard the theory tossed around by fans, not by anyone with uh, any WWE standing, uh, that, oh, well, you're just getting Jinder Mahal. They're just holding off Jinder to take on Drew, and it'll be because they were in a faction together. And and uh, fans, you guys got to stop doing this thing where you hear people say they want a match, and then that becomes, oh, well, Reality. that's happening, right? Uh, if, if that isn't coming from a verifiable source, and that's just like like the Lashley Lesnar thing. Lashley said he wants the match, right? That's about it. Like, doesn't like, mean it's going to happen. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Uh, does does not mean it's going to happen here. Uh, so it's certainly interesting to see uh, what's going to happen in that regard. Uh, jumping into more questions here as we're kind of flowing with this. Keep them coming. Uh, I want the tough ones too. I got a question for you, Jose. <laughs> we get this one all the time. We got this one all the time. Talking about big surprises at SummerSlam. We're used to this question. Maybe the most frequently asked question we get at Sports Kita Wrestling. Jason wants to know, is CM Punk coming back for SummerSlam? Oh, man. I would, I'm a huge CM Punk fan. I love CM Punk. Uh, but I'm going to have to say that's going to be a hard no. Just because right now he, he does not like what they're doing with the, you know, the storylines on TV. He's openly criticized WWE on how they're booking every single superstar. So I kind of get the feeling that if he gets in there, he's probably going to get lost in the shuffle as well. Maybe he's has a big name, but honestly, just being real with myself and being real with you, Kevin, I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think it's going to happen. All right. Uh, Danish is texting in here saying what happened? Brock Lesnar doesn't show up at SummerSlam. What happened if they don't have a big surprise like Brock Lesnar? What if they don't have a big return? The thing is, we're conditioned to think with surprises, as I mentioned earlier in this episode already, that surprises mean returns, right? Like surprises equal returns. We're conditioned to that, just like we were conditioned to Hell in a Cell happens in October. Survivor Series happens at this time. Like, you can't do WrestleMania in July. What are you talking about? Like, you know, you can't. You can't call backlash WrestleMania backlash. That's backlash. We're wrestling fans. I love how wrestling fans have this idea of what you can't do. There's a lot of limits on what you're not like. You have to do certain <laughs> things in a certain way, but also blow my mind. <laughs> you know, like, 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 here are the limits of what you can call things. Uh, Listen, and Triple H said it best. Fans ruin the moment for themselves. It's true. We all have this idea on what we really want to see. And when we don't get it, we bitch and moan about it. It's we ruin it ourselves instead of just enjoying the ride. Uh, I want to shout out this guy, longtime uh, viewer and follower from from the zone to the new home. Thank you so much, Terrell Diggs. I appreciate this. He's, Do you think John Cena will be the leader of the NWO return to word life? John Cena, what what is he coming back like? If we're getting John Cena, what type of John Cena are we getting? Are we get are we getting the same hustle, loyalty, and respect? Play the hits. You can't see me, John Cena, coming out here while he's playing a heel in a movie. Uh, like, what are we getting here? Because both these movies that he has coming out, he's playing very non PG characters. He's not. He's not going to be a Superman. He's going to be a supervillain, uh, and uh, technically, in both these movies, he's going to be a supervillain. Uh, so he has Fast and the Furious Nine coming out. He plays Dominic Toretto's brother and has an army of people to come. Jacob. Family. All right, so he's he's that's going on in that movie, and then in the Suicide Squad movie, DC Universe movie, he's playing Peacemaker. He's basically like a corrupt Captain America. Is basically what he's supposed to be. So, and he shoots people with a gun. So, like like John Cena shooting people with a gun is, is very 
very non John Cena in the sense of what his standing is in a certain generation of fans. Right. Uh, I, I think there's a sense that John Cena comes back here and there's a little bit more attitude. We get a little bit more of, uh, we get a little, his fans have grown up a little bit. Like, all right, he's, he's going to push, he's going to push the line a little bit. You saw the rock do this when he came back. I've been saying it for weeks and months, guys. I don't think I'm wrong about this. The idea of Cena coming back now is to be a, is to, to gaslight you and get you pumped for these, for these movies that he has coming out and reinvigorate his fan base, which is tied to the WWE. The rock did it 10 I, years ago. Cena's going to do it now. I completely agree. He needs to come to WWE with that Jacob Toretto persona and add what he had with Cena, but just give me, give me a, a hard, a harder edge of Cena, you know, not just word life, hustle, loyalty and respect. People are growing up from that. They've grown out of that. They want Cena, but they want a badass Cena. So we're, we're, we're getting a lot Cena of questions works. here. We're getting a lot of questions. That's here. Great. I don't, mind, That's I don't great. mind going long. I don't mind going long. If you guys like these questions, hit the like button. All right. If you yeah, really no, like us I, doing questions, we'll do more of these. You know, I uh, want to see. I want to see a badass Cena. That's what I want to see. I do too. I do too. And and, and also, the, we if we're only going to see him now and then, dude. I mean, you can play the hits. But give it a little bit more, especially if you're going to get in there with a new, this newer, edgier version of Roman Reigns. You're going to have to step it up mm-hmm. a notch. If if, if everything is going the direction that it's supposed to go, right? It's supposed to be him and Reigns, right? Uh, Rob Wall is texting in here from Twitter. He says, are any, quote, retired superstars returning at SummerSlam? Once again, the surprises. It must be returns. I don't know if return if surprises lines up with returns, as we conditioned to think. Uh, are any retired people going to return here? You know they, they've uh, they've been able to trot out the fun legendary walk of different people. I do think this is a scenario where uh, the Hulkster would want to come and flex those twenty four inch pythons in his sixties in the desert, brother. Come on, I slam I slam the big nasty Yokozuna in Vegas before. Uh, come on, Vince, let's let's do some business. You know, give me a giant, I'll knock them down. They can run into my fist. Um, I could see that. I could see maybe the Hulkster doing a feel good uh, walk around Vegas. Uh, 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 you know, on and. You know, I mean, we got him at WrestleMania. He hosted. He hosted WrestleMania. Yes. You know, yes, we all I, we all know the real host of that show. That was Titus. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, some might argue, it was Bailey. Oh well, Bailey would tell would tell both of us. Ding <laughs> dong. Yeah, that type of thing. Uh, I, I there's a possibility uh, of retired talents coming back here. I mean, we're talking about John Cena, who's part timer, right? If he is, if he is retired, so. There's certainly a lot more to be seen there. Bob Newman wants to follow up on these releases. Uh, Braun Strowman making a little bit more waves on social media. He is going and swimming with wild animals, taking back body drops from elephants <laughs> in the water. Seems like he's having swimming a good with time. tigers. Uh, he's also uh, been calling people words I can't repeat uh, uh, on social media now. So he definitely has the the WWE uh, PR uh, leash off of him. He doesn't mind. He doesn't mind saying whatever he, whatever he thinks. Bob Newman, Bob Newman asking, is Braun Strowman firing a work? Will he be a surprise at SummerSlam? Well, here's the thing. Samoa Joe was released by this company two weeks ago, two months ago, in April. What's not to say that happens? What's not and, to say that it does? He's, he's back on NXT. He isn't just back on NXT. He's maybe the top one or two names on that show now. And really uh, so uh, what do you think of that? Uh, Braun Strowman showing up. Absolutely. Here's the thing. Braun Strowman shows back up in WWE. Here's the reason why he shows back up to WWE. You want me to be really, want me to really pull back the curtain, pull off the, pull the, back the, that curtain, pull back that curtain. Kevin. He had a big contract. If he comes back to WWE, he's not coming back for the same amount of money. 
And they're going to be like, all right, you want to make that money? We're going to have you make that money up in merch. We're going to have you make, make, make that money up in endorsements and, outdo- and outside money. We're not going to have you make that up in inside money. And you're still going to work your ass off and do all these other things. Uh, he's also a guy who said not too long ago he didn't want to wrestle anywhere else except WWE. But you've also seen people say e, he'd be great at AEW, All Elite Wrestling. That was a big thing this past weekend. People, over, oh, no, we don't want to see a big move. Don't want he, any of that. He might know. possibly sign to AEW. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Mark Henry said he'd be a great acquisition. I agree. He's a larger-than-life guy. You know, he has a ton of personality. Some of the loudest pops I've heard from live wrestling audiences in the past 10 years have been for Braun Strowman, whether you like it or not. Okay, that's true. Uh, is it a work? I don't think it's a work. I think he legitimately got released and it was shocking and I'm still trying to figure out why they would do it. Uh, but if he does come back, I don't know if he would be making the same money or maybe have the same type of expectations. Uh, be cool. If he showed up in NXT, that'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting addition there. If, if Triple H is going down that road of shoring up guys that he developed and sent to the main roster and doesn't like him. Now he wants him back in NXT. Uh, be interesting here. Uh, want to get to more of your questions here. Which one do you want to hop into here? You see a good one? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. All right. Here's one. Uh, Roadwall and Matthew on Twitter saying, do you think WWE can still use the fiend or did they bury him too much? I don't think they buried him that much. Uh, I know everyone, everyone thinks they buried him. Uh, here's the, they, everyone thinks the decisions that WWE makes in terms of the matches with him are so um, indicative of, of his, his gravity with fans, like his overness with fans. The fact of the matter is, they have pinned this monster. They've pinned Bray Wyatt. They've pinned the fiend. They've pinned him several times, several times, like numerous times. But you notice every time he comes back, people still go, Ooh, and ah, and like, look at his gear and look at the vignettes. He is an absolute. And this isn't a shot at him. He's a sizzle character. He's not a character for a, a hardcore bell-to-bell wrestling fan. He's a character for the anime crossover fan, the superhero crossover fan, the casual fan that comes in and out. They want something outlandish and weird. If you want weird, mm-hmm. you're getting a whole lot of weird from Bray Wyatt. Uh, if you like weird merch, they're going to have weird merchandise with him. Uh, you know, like he is that character. I don't know what his status is. I think people were underwhelmed by his match at WrestleMania this year. It was fun. There was some outlandish stuff with it, but it was like goop coming out of, you know, Rudy Giuliani's hair dye coming out of uh, Alexa Bliss's head or something like that. And she turned on him and now she gets to be like the new fiend or something like that. Some of it I would say is convoluted. It certainly is a a writer's playground with what they've been doing with it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I don't think they've buried him. He just isn't on television. And he's a character, by the way, that means more the less you see him. You know, look how, absolutely like, like the, the he means more the less you see him and you can control him in vignettes. I mean, when he was at the top uh, of SmackDown, it was really only in vignettes. He would only mm-hmm. wrestle now and then. You know, it was very, very rare when you would see him. It in was the ring, special. And it, and it was treated as a special thing and it's still a very it protected special. thing. Yeah. And if he came back tomorrow, he'd be wrecking people and you would forget that he got pinned at WrestleMania. You forget it right away. Exactly. And and that's that was going to be my answer there. It's because the character is special, not necessarily because he's an attraction, but mm-hmm. he's special. So it's OK that he's lost to Goldberg, which many people absolutely hated that last year. Yeah. Um, people were underwhelmed with the Randy Orton match at WrestleMania, which is OK. But the moment that you see the Fiend or hear the music of the Fiend, you're paying attention. 
because the, he's already an established character. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something. I don't, think the, I don't think the matches are the thing that people really care about with him. It's really, it's really the vignettes. Really it's, it's the, the promos. It's the vignettes. It's the vignettes. It's the promos. It's the entrance. It's the character. The character is over. He he could be pinned a million times. I don't want to say a million times. You know, eventually this guy's got to pick up wins, right? Uh, but they've already done it. <laughs> like they had Roman pin him. No one complained when Roman pinned him. Well, it's cool because Roman showed up. And it was a surprise. <laughs> so it's like it's like there's a lot to WWE fans ask a lot of them. So th there's plenty to be seen here. Um, <clears throat> Here's a good one here for you. Well, what do you think? Your Triple H still have his last match, in my opinion. So could this could this be one of the surprises? Just a question of his opponent. I don't know how many more matches Triple H wants to have. Really, uh, I don't know. I I'm not. I'm not dismissing it. Maybe he um, saves it for for next year's WrestleMania or for WrestleMania 40, <laughs> like the 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 big 4-0. That's his done, retirement match. They've done like the Triple H retires type thing once or twice, haven't they? Like they've they've done that as a storyline at least more than ten years ago. Even like when Brock was going to retire him and stuff like that, and uh, they've done stuff like that before. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, Triple H doesn't mind getting physical. Still looks great. Uh, but the last few times he got in the ring, he got hurt, you know, and and, and had some injuries there. So. Uh, and also, I don't think Triple H is a guy who wants to get in the ring and look bad. You know, he's going to be out there all Very the time true. being the figurehead of this Very company. True. And he's he's not just a guy. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to get hurt and I'm going to go away and you're not going to see me anymore. No, he, he's still going to be around the company. And I don't think I don't know what type of morale level that would be if he's he's the head of your company and here he is with his arm in the sling again. Uh, so I mean, there's something to be said for that as well. A uh, lot, a lot of support here. A lot of people asking questions here. Dro says Kevin Jose the Fiend is not coming back until he is dealing with Brody Lee passing. I, I know a lot of people have have made that presumptiveness uh, of of why uh, Bray isn't around here. We don't know. Uh, I, I I think stating why someone who's dealing with some type of issue, a mental health issue, uh, a personal health issue, family member issue, different things like that. It's a lot of speculative points that that get into just I just think it's this, and uh, we don't know enough to say anything about it here. So, a lot of fun here with the questions. Uh, I know we have a couple that I don't think we have enough time to get to live. Maybe we've already gone over our time here. <laughs> yeah, we'll answer them in the comment section. <laughs> we're we're gonna get an email. You guys want how long? <laughs> so so uh, exactly. uh, don't worry, we will jump in there. If you guys are watching live and you have questions for uh, Jose and I, drop them in the comments below. We will go in and answer those questions as well. Once again, we are here every weekday, right around this time, five p.m. Central, five fifteen Central, six six fifteen Eastern. Make sure those notifications are on so you know exactly when we go live. If you don't get to listen, you don't get to watch the whole thing. You can listen to the whole thing in our podcast feed. We're dropping this in there as well. Big interview. You can see the buttons right down there. See them down there. Go hit those buttons. I know you're looking at them. We're pointing at them, and you know what to do, okay? Uh, and if you guys have a wrestling fan group that you're in where you argue with people about stuff, uh, drop our drop show this in, in there. there. Drop, drop our in show there. in there. If if uh, I, I'm also, bring on the Boo Birds. Bring them on. Bring on, Boo Kevin Birds. Kevin loves arguing and busting that bubble up. Bring on. Bring on. You know what I, I love? You know what I love doing? I love healing a wounded bird. A wounded bird. I want to nurse. I want to nurse these uh, these uh, skid mark fans back to life. You know what I mean? Uh, like I'm so smart, Mark. I can't. I can't flap my wings and cheer. You know? Uh, I want to nurse them back here. Um, uh, Christopher says, "Why don't we do Kevin versus Jose? Coal miners. Coal miners glove match. I ain't taking no coal miners glove. And you know I'm working heel, Jose. You I'm know not, I'm working I'm heel. Not, I'm not getting that 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 miner's lung, bro. I'm sorry." <laughs> 
<laughs> Miners long match. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, we end on a strong point here. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you enjoyed it, you had a laugh, you heard something good. Maybe you didn't agree with it, but you went, oh, how could they even say that about my faves? Um, Get it in the comments. We'll answer. We'll answer. Bring it on, dude. Just bring it on. Uh, you can check him out tonight with the debrief coming up at 730, 8, 7.30 Central, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, covering this week's AEW, covering this week's NXT. A lot to talk about with Samoa Joe. Uh, that Bobby Lashley interview is dropping, and it is going to be, as I described, alarming, worth seeing. Uh, from the WWE champion. That is all before this Sunday with Hell in a Cell. We will be live after that pay-per-view, by the way, on Sunday. Remember, when watching wrestling, Jose, tell them what they are supposed to do. You are supposed to enjoy wrestling. Enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>